0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 17th of January. I'm not quite sure where the year has gone, but it seems to be going already quite quickly. As usual, though, with all the information contained in this podcast, it's general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's go straight away. As always, to the scores on the doors, and a little bit of disappointment creeping into the US market at the moment, certainly a little bit of disappointment yesterday with our market down 82 points, or 1.1%. We have seen Spy Futures up four points in the trade currently. However, I would take that with a pinch of salt to some extent. It will be an interesting day today to see how we react because the Dow Jones fell 232 points or 0.62%. It had a high of minus 50 and a low of 392. Now, we did see yesterday US futures showing a loss uh, in our trade. So some of that loss on the Dow and the Nasdaq will not be unexpected. However, four-point gain on the SPY does look a little bit on the optimistic side, although we did have that big fall yesterday. So we shall see how things turn out today. We had the Nasdaq down only 28 points, or 0.19%, doing far better, 14,944. The S&P 500 down only 18 points in the middle for Diddle, down 0.37%. 47.66, 47.66, the Russell low, 2,000, down 24 points to 19.27, down 1.21%. And the VIX volatility index got a jolt of electricity last night, up 4.4%, 13.83. Yesterday, of course, in our market, resources very much on the nose. Banks held pretty steady, all things considered, somewhat outperforming, down only 07 of a percent for the big bank basket. The resources, though, are the three amigos leading the charge down uh, with BHP, Rio and Fortescue coming under sustained pressure due to iron ore prices in China and the rest of Asia slip sliding away again. So they were down, resources down around 1.6% yesterday. As far as uh, U.S. goes, uh, the big news, I guess, from the U.S. uh, was the Federal Reserve member, uh, Christopher Waller, uh, was out and about last night with a little bit of uh, Fed speak. Uh, he was talking that interest rate cuts are likely this year. Tick. Good. But said the central bank can take its time relaxing monetary policy. He gave this, speech, this uh, during a speech in Washington and is tempering the market enthusiasm and the forecast for Many, many interest rate cuts this year. Of course, you have to question why the U.S. would need quite so many. Uh, The uh, market is expecting it to be a good thing, but it could be a bad thing showing the U.S. is heading into recession. That was enough to send the dollar higher. The Aussie dollar collapsing to 65.82. The U.S. dollar index was up 0.9 of a percent. Uh, Gold fell 1.4 percent. U.S. 10 years um, and two years, US rates generally pushing higher as bonds were sold off. The US 10s 4.058, up 11.9%, twos 4.22%, and Aussie 10 years 422 as well. So a big rally there in those uh, bond yields as bond prices collapse uh, to, uh, the, uh, to push yields over 4% as Waller very much on the front foot there so that was the big news coming out of the u.s last night of course it is that time of year when all the analysts are out and about with their predictions for the new year ubs has raised its s&p 500 target for 2024 sees an eight percent gain from here so that is a positive there boeing shares certainly in trouble they're a big make uh plane maker of course and one of the big constituents of the Dow they were down 7.9% Wells Fargo downgraded the company to equal weight from overweight with these ongoing problems with the 737 Max model but in Techland AMD shares they were up 8.8, uh, sorry 8.3% with some analyst commentary on semiconductor demand and Nvidia was at a 52 week high scheduled to report its quarterly results on January the 30th Uh, And we also saw last night some uh, results released from Goldman Sachs, better than expected profit and revenue. Morgan Stanley posted a revenue beat in the fourth quarter. Shares of Goldman Sachs inched up uh, 0.7%. Morgan Stanley, though, down 4%. So uh, there we go. Uh, Roughly 30 of the S&P 500 companies reported fourth quarter results so far of which 78% have beaten expectations so we are very early days in terms of us reporting season looking at us stocks overseas in the us and elsewhere Nvidia up 3.1% AMD as i said up 8.3% Netflix down 2.2 Meta the artist formerly known as Facebook down 1.9 Tesla finding a little bit of buying support up half a percent Amazon down 0.9 Nine Alphabetti Spaghetti down 0.1 Microsoft up 0.5 Apple 1.2% easier US banks eased generally JP Morgan down 0.6 Wells Fargo down 1.2 Bank of America down 2.1 Goldman's doing better on those results 0.7% higher Good equity trading profits uh, for Goldman Sachs Morgan Stanley though down 4.2% Overseas in Europe UBS Up 0.2, Barclays taking it hard, down 2.5%, Deutsche down half percent ResMed continuing under pressure after that FDA recall, uh, class one recall of some of their AirFit masks, down 2.1%, CBA down 2.34% in overseas trade. Uh, I have written on the banks today in Henry's take as well, if you're interested in my view. On the banking sector at the moment, which has been one of the rock solid stalwarts of our market. Looking across to Europe, well, that was all easier as you would expect. Stock 600 down 0.2, FTSE down 0.5, Germany down 0.3, France down 0.2 of a percent. Yesterday in Asia, we saw China modestly higher, Japan slipping a little bit, a little bit of profit taking creeping in as it's at such a massive high, Hong Kong down 2.2 percent as well. That slide continues in China, although I did see a Bloomberg commentary suggesting there is more stimulus on its way in China. Didn't help metal prices though. We had Brent crude down 0.4 of a percent. 34 cents, 77.78. Oil in uh, WTI coming back on trade down 0.4 of a percent. 31 cents. 72.63. The gold price with the US dollar higher. Gold price ease 1.4% High lower rather uh, 29 twenty nine seventy to twenty-nine dollars seventy down at twenty twenty-seven. In Aussie dollar prices, that's not really that much changed around $3,081. Still a massively elevated levels, and any gold miner that is complaining about the gold price at the moment needs their head examined. Copper are down 0.3 of a percent, nickel down 0.4, aluminium up 0.4, zinc down 0.8. Lead down 0.5 and ton having a good day up 2.2 percent. Iron ore continues to slip a little bit down 0.3 of a percent. And we did see uranium push up again last night on the spot price 106 dollars a pound, 2.4 percent higher. So good for uranium stocks. BHP, which is the third biggest uranium producer in the world. There you go. BHP down 2.8% overseas. Rio down 1.6% overseas in ADR terms. Uh, Glencore down one3 Freeport-McMoran down 5%. Vale down one4 uh, We saw Anglo-American down 1.8%. Albemarle down 0.1%. And SQM and Sigma, a little bit of life in the lithium sector, not a lot in the early days. SQM up one3 Sigma up 07 and oil and gas stocks eased back, uh, playing a little bit of catch-up as the U.S. had been closed, of course, on Monday. Exxon down 23 Chevron down a similar amount, and Shell over in Europe down 1% in the trade. Of course, uh, today we do get a little bit of economic news uh, from our market. We've got building activity and payroll jobs data. We've also got some uh, overseas data from China with December industrial production, retail sales, and The important thing, fourth quarter GDP, I saw yesterday that the market is going for 5.2% GDP growth uh, annualised, which I have to say for the world's second biggest economy is certainly not quite as bad as many had been uh, talking about and certainly not the doom and gloom. 5.2% on that size economy is pretty impressive, although... Nobody really believes it, do they? We've also got UK December CPI this afternoon, 6 o'clock, and US November business inventories and retail sales as well, and a bunch of other stuff that the analysts will get uh, excited about, no doubt, in the US tonight. Of course, it's all about reporting season at the moment. We have got uh, some quarterly reports coming out for some of our resource companies today. We saw Rio yesterday. I think we get BHP tomorrow. Evolution Mining today reports Q2 gold production <clears throat> 161,000 ounces. Market was going for 184.3,000 ounces. Maintains FY guidance. Gold production 789,000 ounces. Copper production 62.5,000 tons and all in sustaining costs of 1340 an ounce there. In terms of other news out this morning, uh, brokers, I have uh, initiated a neutral at uh, PSC Insurance Group. That's from Jardins. Target is $4.80, which gives it a 5% upside. Uh, Seek downgraded to neutral from Outperform at Macquarie. Target price cut there to $26 from $29. Uh, Arizona Holdings downgraded to neutral from Outperform at Macquarie. Target price cut there to $3.88 from $404. Uh, Insignia Financial Group, which is the old IOOF, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, of course. Uh, target there has been increased to $2.05, $2.05 from $2.00. However, UBS has downgraded to sell from neutral for that one. Data3, which did have a little bit of a uh, update yesterday, has downgraded to neutral from overweight at J.P. Morgan. Target price, though, has been increased to $8.80. From seven dollars fifty-five, they are citing the valuation and the run that they've had as the reason why they have downgraded to neutral. Hub Twenty Four downgraded to neutral from overweight at Baron Joey. Uh, again, the valuation is the issue there. The target increased to thirty-five forty from thirty-four seventy on that one. Uh, NABs, uh, Morgan Stanley has upgraded NABs and downgraded Westpac and National Bank. Upgraded to equal weight from underweight. Target increased to $30.30 from $27.40, which is pretty much where they are. Downgrades are Westpac. Downgraded to underweight from equal weight. Target increased to $21.70 from $20.90. That gives them a bit of a 6% downside on that recommendation there. Also finally out today is the JP Morgan's Annual Australia Business Leaders Outlook Survey. Which is focused on mid sized businesses with revenue between 20 million and 2 billion. 59% expect the Australian economy to enter a recession in 2024 if it is not already in one. That is up from 13% this time last year. 69% 69% of the people that replied to the survey described themselves as optimistic about the state of the domestic economy. Doesn't sound like they were optimistic. Anyway, well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Plenty to get your teeth into in the Marcus Today newsletter today. And uh, I certainly have been focusing on the banks. Also yesterday, a couple of changes to the small cap portfolio and looking at my special situations in CZR resources as well as one to have a little look at. Well, that's it. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.